Welcome to John's Tarot and my Matrix theme. This is my ship, the Multiset. It is a ship of the imagination, a ship of the intuition, a ship of the mind. From here, I can create whatever I need and then hack into the Matrix and broadcast my pirate code. This week, we're going to look at a particularly grisly murder. The dismemberment in Wisconsin. The Chandler-Hadlerson case. And we're going to ask what no one else has dared ask. And give a voice to the victims. And what would the victims like to say? What would the parents like to say? And we'll give them a voice through the tarot. Then we're going to take a little bit more introspective look into our own lives. In these challenging times, when our lives can change at moment to moment. How can we lead our lives more meaningful at each moment and make each day significant? So, let's move on into the Chandler case. This story is taken from the DailyMail.com in the UK. Prosecutors argued in opening statements that a 23-year-old Wisconsin man murdered both his parents dismembered their bodies and buried their heads in a fireplace to cover up his web of lies about college and work. Chandler Haraldson faces charges of first-degree intentional homicide and mutilating and hiding a corpse in connection with the brutal killings of his father. Bart Haraldson, 50, and his mother, Krista Haraldson, 53, in July 2021. The criminal complaint in the case has not identified a motive. But in his opening statement, Dane County Assistant Attorney William Brown suggested that Hellison killed his parents after his father found out that his son had been lying about the Madison College. Hellison also was telling his parents that he was working at an insurance company and was on the verge of getting a job at SpaceX in Florida, all of which were lies. Hellison allegedly killed his father with a gunshot blast to the back on July 1st just hours before the two were scheduled to meet with Madison College officials to talk about the son's status at the school. After Bart found out that Chandler had not attended classes for more than a semester. The first hours of the murder trial were marked by several grisly revelations, including allegations that Hallerson used a saw and scissors to cut up his parents' bodies and then dispose of the remains by dumping some of them in the woods and burning others, reported law and crime. Nearly a week later, Hallerson reported his parents missing, claiming they had failed to return from a weekend trip to their cabin. Brown told jurors the ashes were collected from the fireplace at the couple's home in Dane County were found to contain human remains including facial and knee bones, as well as fragments of human skulls. He had burned their parents' heads in a fireplace, Brown said. The prosecution detailed hours-long opening statement, which included photos and slides, was followed by the defense's 10-minute presentation, the main thrust of which was that the prosecution would not be able to prove Halderton's guilty beyond a reasonable doubt, which would be necessary to convict him. Halderton was arrested on July 8th and pleaded not guilty to the charges against him in September. Halderson was arrested on July 8th and pleaded not guilty to the charges against him in September. Chandler Halderson did not murder his parents, said attorney Charlene Dorrell. 
She described a 23-year-old college dropout as a normal kid who liked to play video games and spend time with his girlfriend, who lived peacefully at his parents' home until their deaths. Doral said while prosecutors will present during the course of the trial a lot of information concerning what happened before and after the couple's death, they will not be able to prove that their client was the one who killed them. The evidence will show that there is a gap of evidence when it comes to the time of time frame, Doral said. Your job is to listen to this evidence as jurors. Listen to the evidence from the perspective of a juror, not from the perspective of a story corroborator. Halderson's reported his parents missing on July 7th. He was arrested the next day, just hours after police found his father's dismembered body. The Dane County Medical Examiner listed cause of Bart's death as homicidal violence, including firearm injury, from being shot in the back with a shotgun. Six days later, investigators found part of Krista's body along with along the Wisconsin River near Sac County, near Sac City. Halderson was initially charged with lying to the authorities after police found discrepancies in his story, including a claim that his parents had planned to attend a parade in White Lake when no parade had been scheduled. Detectives reviewed Chandler Harrelson's Google queries from June 30th through July 8th and found he had searched for multiple phrases including Wisconsin dismemberment body found, woman found in Wisconsin, and body found Wisconsin, the complaint states. At the point, authorities hadn't yet found either of his parents' remains. Halderson's charges were later upgraded to the counts of murder and mutilation of a corpse, he pleaded not guilty to all charges in September. Halderson has been in Dane County Jail since his arrest and is being held on $1 million bond. Eighteen jurors were selected to hear the case, but only 12 will be tasked with researching the verdict after six alternatives were chosen at random and dismissed once closing arguments are over. The trial is expected to last three to four weeks, the Wisconsin Journal reported. Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Taking Neo to see her. See who? The Oracle. Well, welcome back to the multiset. Now let us pose to the tarot some questions. First, let me tell you is that my ability to read tarot is an expression of divine love. I'm here to share it with you in that same spirit. Let me tune in just for a moment. So our first question regarding the Halderson murder case. A question to both parents, the couple. On a five-card draw, what would you like to say? What would you like to express? This is your chance to express what you would like to say through the tarot. Let's shuffle the deck. All right. This is the... Oh, this is the deck I'm familiar with. It is called the Hanson Roberts deck. I bought this deck oh, about 20 years ago and only brought it out again about seven years ago when I started to learn the tarot. So... Parents of Chad Halderson, what would you like to say about what happened to you? 
about anything you would like to say? What is it you would like to express? The first card. The lovers. Well, that's the couple, isn't it? That's the couple. They were happily they were, they were they were in love. They were happily engaged with each other, leading happy lives. And I see the and I see a look of distress on the man. I see a look of sadness. But that's the couple right there. We are tuned in. What is the obstacle? The King of Pentacles. The King of Pentacles is someone who understands the value of wealth and understands how to keep that in perspective. The Haldersons were very focused on finances and money and on their son being financially successful and maybe too focused. And that was their obstacle in life. What is behind them? The moon. The moon is a card. It's usually a somewhat frightening card because you cannot see what's ahead of you. You only know that your path is dimly lit. As they, you see the crab coming up from the swamp, that's the subconscious. Between the two, the two wild dogs, the dogs and the coyote. It's a dark, dimly lit path onto an uncertain future beyond the, beyond the castle wall. What is helping? The Knight of Rods. On this journey, as we all move through life, they've moved on to a new journey, a new adventure, a new portion. As we see the moon, they, they, they followed the path all the way to the end, and now they're on to a new journey and the next dimension where we all will meet one day. What can we expect? The Three of Cups. The Three of Cups indicates successful conclusion. A successful, you know, body, mind, and spirit all in one. So they have, they have completed their journey. They have successfully completed their journey through life. Although they, were, although they were a little bit overly focused on finances and money, they were deeply in love with one another. Their journey of life has come to an end. They're no longer concerned about money. And they're moved on to what is new, a new adventure, a new journey. All life happens in cycles. They're just moving on to a new cycle. And that is what they would like to say. Let us gather the cards and ask our next question. My next question is, well, first let me explain to you what I've seen this week. As I worked on the ICU, I've seen a lot of tragedy. Our lives can change at any moment. Our lives, our lives can be struck down at any moment. Our loved ones, we can lose them at any moment. So I think it's important 
that we treat each day as if it were our last. Live each day to the fullest. So I'm going to ask the tarot, how do we live each day to its fullest? How do we live each day to its fullest? Another five card draw. How do we live each day to its fullest? Well, that is us, isn't it? The moon. Living each day, one day at a time. We never know where we're going to be. Yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. But today is a gift. That's why they call it the present. What is our obstacle? What is our obstacle? The Seven of Cups. We all have dreams. We have a lot of dreams in life. Get rid of that. I don't need the notes. We have a lot of dreams. Our obstacle is that we tend to have so many dreams, have so many desires that were scattered throughout the day. Our obstacle is, fo- is to be stay focused on one thing. Let's make one thing come true each day. Let's, let's have one goal for each day and achieve that goal and, and not scatter our energies. Temperance. Temperance is someone who has been patient in the development of their skills and putting things together one thing at a time. We've been tempered by this pandemic. We've been changed. We've been made, those of us that are still here, we've been made into better people and tempered through the forge of trial. What is ahead of us? The Five of Cups. Many of us have had losses, but let's, let's not look at our losses. Let's look at the things we still have available, the two, the two cups that remain behind him. So let's not focus on our losses. Let's focus on what we have left, the good lives we have left, the good relationships we have left, and the promise of a better future. And the Eight of Cups encourages us So not to be so focused on the material, but to focus a little bit more on the spiritual aspects of our lives. And he's leaving behind all all he has gained in in this material world as he seeks something more spiritual, more enriching. Why are we here? What is the meaning of our lives? What am I here for? I think a decent journey. So as we have this little extra time, let us focus as, uh, you know, as many of our distractions have been shut down, let us focus on becoming a little bit more spiritual in our lives. Focus our energies as we're on this trip, darkly, dimly lit. We've been tempered uh, through patience and hard work to create better lives, more focused lives and focus on what we still have. So that will conclude my tarot reading for this week. I hope you find it useful. I have some, as always, I see I have some things to improve. So, until next week, you can take 
the blue pill and wake up in your own bed and believe whatever it is you want to believe. Or you can take the red pill and join me next week and we'll see just how deep the rabbit hole goes. So thank you for joining me and I hope to see you all next week. Bye-bye.